Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What is good, everyone? Rob Stats Guerrero here with you on the best of episode two of the best of the Gold Standard Podcast Network, taking you through our football buffet for this week. And obviously, a huge topic of conversation was the joint practices with the Raiders. We're going to let you hear the best five minutes from every single show of the week, just in case you didn't get a chance to listen to them all. We forgive you. It's all right, but maybe you should start. And this is our way to try and convince you. It all begins on Mondays with under review myself and Vish Kumaran. What these joint practices do is they allow us to test all of the narratives that we have so far built up, right? Because I don't know about you, but I feel like almost all of the Colton McKivitz coverage has been positive, that he's kind of been a surprise. Now, maybe that has a lot to do with low expectations for him. I don't know, but like, okay, let's see if he can hold up and look as good as everyone say, says he has looked right. right? Let's see right. if some of the other, you know, Ty Davis price, for example, another guy who's been getting a ton of love from, from everybody from Shanahan, Chris Forster was giving him a ton of love uh, on Friday. I believe everybody says he's made a huge jump. Like, okay, you're another guy. Let's put that narrative to the test. Do you look good against the Raiders? Right, defense? Exactly. That, that's balls. a great name. It's a great name. I mean, I would say all the running backs in general, like if we're talking about a competition, there's four running backs that are going to make this roster. And it looks like they have five that seem capable of making it right. Like Laybourne looks like he was getting second team reps or allegedly. So perhaps he's in the conversation. We know Jordan Mason is everybody's favorite player. Ty Davis Price, who was a third round pick. He's not Michelle's Elijah- favorite player, I'll tell you that. Michelle <laughs> is down on Jordan Mason. Then you have Elijah Mitchell, who's, you know, probably a starting caliber running back when healthy. 
bottom yeah. of half of the when league. That, type by the way. And then you have the superstar in McCaffrey. So definitely that's a position to look at as well. Like, hey, they got, you know, five, six guys, and you're going to be able to see. I would say even the preseason, like in terms of games, just because, you know, with running backs, you're only seeing shoulder-to-shoulder contact. You're not really seeing how they run through tackles and stuff because nobody's going to ground. That's right. when, like, it sounds like Davis Price is running really physically and all of that. We'll see the true rewards of, hey, he's running really, really physically where he's just running through arm tackles and running through people as well. And I hope it holds up because, like, you can't have enough good running backs, honestly. Like, we know they're all going to get used. You know, McCaffrey's going to get the bulk of the carries, but they need somebody that's going to be able to lighten the load. It doesn't look like that somebody's Elijah Mitchell right now. It just doesn't. The dude is always hurt. He's always hurt. He got hurt in minicamp. He's got hurt in training camp. He missed 16 of 20 games last year. So, yeah, they're going to need a deep stable of people there. Um, What about the linebackers, Vish? Because I know you were tweeting about how yeah. you like the underrated storyline of training camp. Yeah, they have – they're going to keep – so they kept five linebackers in 21, six in 22. I think they'll keep six again in 23 just because they have eight really good ones. And it's interesting because it's going to be a conversation of special teams versus we drafted two guys versus talent. So we know Warner and Greenlaw are going to make it, right? Then I, I've been parading the Marcelino McCrary ball is going to start this year from preseason last year. I've mm-hmm. always thought that he was going to make this jump. And, you know, by God's grace, well, <laughs> things align for me. And Marcelino has actually seemingly made a jump. So I think he's going to make this roster. Now you're left with Oren Burks, who they signed as a special teamer. And he is a good special teamer. And he brings experience and some playing experience, right? So he's a decent player. Curtis Robinson, who was injured last year, and he still made the initial 53, which means the Niners did not want to put him on PUP or IR. I always mix them. Whichever one it is that you can put them on where they go on waivers and they can be picked up by another team. They didn't want to do that with him. They wanted him to make the initial 53 and then move him there. And then you're left with, of course, the combination of the two draft picks, D. Winters, um, Jalen Graham and then Demetrius Flanagan Fowles, who's also a core special team, right? So we're talking about all eight guys who have made, who are capable of making the roster. It'll be interesting to see which four of those six that they keep. And if they're able to unload any of them for a pick or something like that, because I do think it's a possibility, but how do you balance? Well, McCrary ball is inexperienced. Griffith, or excuse me, I, I read Jonas Griffith in the chat. Excuse me. <laughs> D. Winters is inexperienced. Jalen Graham is inexperienced versus Robinson and Burks play special teams and they, they're more experienced, but maybe not as gifted as those guys. It'll be a very, very interesting thing on how they balance that. Because I, I don't think there's an exact science of we just take our six most talented linebackers because there is an experience situation where if a Warner gets hurt or something like that, you don't want to be playing three essentially rookies. Not wood, that doesn't happen. Matt Barrows has a good column in the athletic about who has stood out so far during training mm-hmm. camp. He writes D winners. He said, both rookie linebackers have looked good early with Jalen Graham drawing praise from Steve Wilkes and Johnny Holland winners. Meanwhile, looks and runs a lot like Dre Greenlaw. And he came up with an interception for the third team defense on Thursday. Right. My question with D winners is when guys have the ball, is he just flat out punching them to try and get the ball out like Dre Green? That's <laughs> he looks like Dre Greenlaw. Right, um, right. That that's a great pull. I forgot he did that. 
Tuesday featured the return of Jason Aponte with his partner, Steph Sanchez, in the Bully Ball podcast. So, Jimmy, how are you, buddy? Hope everything's going well over there in Vegas. Hope you're wearing your suntan lotion. It's really hot out there, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, Jimmy, I miss the way we were, man. <laughs> like a toxic ex, I am not going to lie. I have been peeking over there to see if you're doing better now that you're not here with me anymore. Not like, like a toxic ex, man. It's like if you if you look at the girl's page and she's got and she's got a new boyfriend. Is he taller than me? Does he look better than me? If the answers are no and no, I feel great. And as of what, right now, what what's the analogy when you know he throws four interceptions in practice? Like what Super Bowl. The, Super Bowl. No, I mean what's the what's the well oh, yeah, but what's the what, analogy like what the analogy the is yeah. Is the girl the ex girlfriend that you had posted her new boyfriend? But it all of a sudden the pictures started floating away, like they're not on the Instagram anymore. She got rid of them. Something happened. Ah, Ooh. a little too early for all that, right? You got a little too excited, right? You post your boyfriend two months into the relationship. Probably should have waited a little bit longer. Probably should have sure soft that... launched. Yes, one hundred percent. There he is. Look at that guy. So he's back. Um. I'm done. No, he has like Rob. Rob like saved the picture of Jimmy Garoppolo on I his mean, computer to post it mean, here. Or like, what is happening? How many of the 49er fans that are watching this on YouTube or just in general have pictures of Jimmy Garoppolo still somewhere this in your phone? Not not in your gallery, maybe in your Google Photos or your iCloud backup, whatever it is. We all have pictures of Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, don't a, expose like, me. Right, <laughs> but like us trying to what? Well, you have pictures of your brother, so you got pictures of Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, <laughs> but like. As much as we tried to get away, as much as we were like, I can't wait to not discuss Jimmy Garoppolo. Here we are, the joint practices, and we immediately have to get right back into the Jimmy G talk. I have peeked over. There's been a few things that are hilarious a little bit. Oh, he's a little rusty. He needs to work on a time with the deep ball. Well, guys, I've got a bad news. I've got a bad news for you. I don't know. I don't know if that is going to change. Oh, he's struggling throwing the ball, trying to fit the ball in places. Well, wouldn't you know? Well, shut my mouth. Are you sure? Jimmy Garoppolo? Nah. So it sounds like Jimmy's up to his old tricks again. Do Those you think that? Hilarious. Yeah. He was like, he's working on the deep ball. All 49er fans. Also, by the way, you are incredibly petty. And all of you are doing the toxic X thing that I'm doing as well, too. Because you're over there like, who's going to tell him? Am I right? And you guys are like not even letting it slide, right? And you're even pulling receipts on Raiders fans who are saying, oh, it doesn't matter. Joint practices. Jimmy's going to be fine. And then you're finding, I don't want Jimmy G on the team. Like, you guys are savages. You guys are real savages. But regardless, funny stuff aside, um, Jimmy does know the defense. The defense knows him. Um, the offense that, that McDaniels wants to run isn't necessarily the same as Shanahan, but it's predicated on the same ideas, which is getting the ball out fast, slants, um, you know, getting the ball out quickly and not allowing Jimmy to sit there and get into his head, like giving him a good shot, right? Don't sound the alarms, but go ahead and locate them. Jimmy one for seven with three drop picks and scrimmage to close out practice. That's from Vic Tafer, Tafer who, uh, who covers the Raiders, but... Stuff is this defense gonna really, really pop off this weekend because they were really good against him during practices? I think so, and I think also it comes from one, you're playing a familiar foe, but also it, it comes from wanting to just play someone else other than your own teammate as well. So I think they're definitely gonna turn it up, and you know, Kyle has said it too that he's he's gonna be looking at these joint practices. These mean more to him than 
you know, some of the training camp practices. So guys are going to turn up because they know that, especially probably some of these, you know, lower lower guys on the depth chart are going to really try to show out. So I think we're going to see it. And even this is why I want Nick Bosa back out there. Cause like, I, I think he would be one too. Like he, how long has it been since Bosa has been on the field with the rest of the guys? Like, you know, he's like clamoring to get after a quarterback and who better than like Jimmy Garoppolo. You're going to get a sack like in the first series, like, come on now. <laughs> and everyone's talking about Fred Warner too, or, or Greenlaw, like, one of those guys is going to get one too. So I'm, I'm excited. And okay. Sidebar. I know we're talking about Jimmy, but sidebar, I'm excited to see the reporting from the Raiders side because that will give us, I think a good idea of just like non-biased, not to say that the 49ers, you know, report beat reporters are, are biased, but maybe they are, who knows, but they're fighting for their lives, trying to beat the bias allegations, which I feel is probably more than enough. Like, like it, I've seen beat, they beat writers put something out, and they were like, "Well, we know you love this guy," and they'll literally go, "I literally don't. I am being objective." Like they're fighting for their lives out here. That's why, even it's if true. I went, I wouldn't be practicing putting up any completion percentage numbers because I don't care and I don't want to hear it. I don't care and I don't want to hear it. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. In the middle of the week, you get me and the infamous Grant Cohn. I get the feeling that there's a, the, um, the culture in the 49ers organization, and not just on the team, but the whole organization, is unless you're Kyle Shanahan, John Lynch, Jed York, or one of the guys that goes to Cabo, like that, that elite group, and we know there's an elite group, the inner circle, yep. the holy of holies, unless you're in them, in that group, nothing you do is ever good enough. And that's everyone in the organization. And I think people act like, act like that's a cool culture. It brings out the best in people. It forces people to go above and beyond. I think it crushes some people. And I think with, with Trey, he's a young guy who was sort of brought here with high expectations. They sort of recruited him and made him feel like he was special and then switched up on him. Kind of like you were in a fraternity, but sometimes they'll like recruit you and say, oh man, you're so cool. We got to have you. And then they just make your life hell for a year to break you because that's what frats do. And the Niners sort of have a little bit of a fratty culture where you have your, your top level dudes and then everyone else trying to make it and Trey's in that everyone else trying to make a group. And I think because they gave up so much for him, they're so hard on him. And I don't think it's necessarily what he needed. <laughs> he might, I don't think it's how Andy Reid or Pete Carroll would, would go about such a thing. It's a very Shanahan thing to do from Mike to yes. Now this though, like what's coming up, the joint practices with the Raiders in the game on Sunday, say what you want about how the 49ers feel about Trey Lance, whether they've been fair, unfair, whatever. Brock's right. not playing. Trey's going to get his shot. 
Like yep. he has to go out and kill it. He has to yep. kill it. Like regardless of all the other circumstances and everything else, this is the best you're going to get Trey. So if you want right. to be QB two, when you play the Raiders, you have to freaking dominate. This should be your Super Bowl. Yeah, but what's interesting about that is like what men, what mindset are you supposed to have? Like, are you supposed to go out there and like wing it deep and make plays and go off script? Or is him killing it, throwing the ball in rhythm to short, short to intermediate? Because to me, what he's been doing in training camp is that. And that's what everyone said he couldn't do. And he's still pushing the ball downfield more than Brock and more than Darnold. But what he's doing that is different is the short to intermediate stuff. And no one makes that big of a deal about it. Like when Brock or Sam Darnold does it, they're like, man, what a great poised quarterback. But when <laughs> Lance does it, everyone's like crickets. So to me, what Lance needs to do is keep doing that, man. Keep playing yes. within yourself. Don't try to do too much. Just execute the offense because that's exactly what they said you couldn't do. And that's what you're doing. So keep doing it. And people and will appreciate it. That's what Kyle wants. Because Kyle yes. wants robo yeah. quarterback. He wants He control. really does. Yeah. He wants, you know, he at least wants to feel like you're going to go where he wants you to go. Now, once the game starts and, you, you know, if you were the starter and you get in there and you do other stuff, whatever, but he needs to feel good enough. about Maybe whatever, maybe whatever. I don't know about that. I think Kyle's the kind of guy where like you could, you could leave the pocket, create your own play, throw for 50 yards. And Kyle's like, man, the, the deep, the, the quick out was open. That was the first three. I need you to hit that throw. Well, I we saw hit literally that, that happened yeah. last year when Brock uh -huh. threw a touchdown to Kittle against the Raiders. Jawan Jennings was open on a quick out on the other side of the field. And Kyle bait the feedback that Brock got was basically like, Hey, you missed the quick out. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. like, I just yeah. threw a touchdown. Back. That's Kyle, man. And that's even, so Brock isn't in the inner sanctum either yet. He's still a pledge. And so Brock hasn't even felt Kyle's uh, criticism yet. It's coming, but dude, nothing you do is good enough until essentially you make more money than Kyle Shanahan. When you make more <laughs> money than Kyle Shanahan, Kyle backs off and he's like, all right, man, like your opinion matters. Why don't you come vacation with me? And we'll, 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 we'll talk it out. But like, if you're making 400 K, he's like, dog, let's talk about the four plays you messed up right now. I mean, he does coach quarterbacks hard, whether it's, you know, whoever the hell Even it's Jimmy. Be. Jimmy made like three times what Kyle made and Kyle didn't give a damn. <laughs> but then Jimmy didn't give a damn either. So got to love him. Don't you think it's going to be weird for Jimmy to be back with the Niners? Like, I think it's going to be a little bit weird, weird. for Brock because I think of I thought of Kittle wearing that Jimmy shirt. Remember, was it after the Seattle game on Thursday night football? Yeah. And Brock was like, dude, yeah. like, what the hell? And it's like, I think he's a little sensitive to that, too. Yeah, also, like, what if Brock doesn't play well in these joint practices and Jimmy does? That's a big doesn't, story. Right. That's what I think, too, right? Because there's going to be happen. comparison. Yeah, there, is, there are going to be comparisons. Now, fortunately, I don't think any beat writer is going to be able to watch both fields at the same time. I think that's physically yeah. impossible. But what you do have is, you know, uh, companies, NBC Sports, The Athletic, they have multiple people. They can collaborate. And I, I'm working solo, but I have friends like – Ryan Sakamoto covers the Raiders. I'm sure he'll be watching Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm sure we can collaborate fine. And we're, we're going to get the numbers. We're all going to know. But um, I do think it's going to be funny for people watching the Jimmy field. Like, what is Fred Warner going to say to that man? Because Fred Warner talks a lot of crap. A lot of crap. And I think he probably held his tongue to a degree on the Niners practice field because that's your franchise quarterback. But now he doesn't have to anymore. What if he says something like, man, we carried your ass for five years. Thursdays is the OG gold standard podcast with myself and Levin Black. I want to mention this because 
it's a story that is big news. That's the story of the day, really, that a lot of other 49ers content creators haven't really mentioned. So I feel like we have to mention it. It was the subject of 49ers in five this morning, and that is Jed York, CEO of the 49ers, accused of insider trading among multiple lawsuits that he is dealing with right now. Like, this is kind of a big deal, and I'm surprised more people aren't talking about it. Right. There's not a lot of info out there, so, you know, it's not a you nail him to the wall and say, hey, this is bad, and he should be suspended or anything along those lines. But it is freaking news, and none of the news sources that I have seen covered it whatsoever. How the heck is the owner of an NFL team sued and you don't cover it at all? That's just uh, malpractice as a journalist, if I'm being honest. And the content creators out there that haven't covered it because they want to be only positive and they don't want to risk pissing off the team and all that, then call yourselves what you are. It's not content creation in, in a journalistic way. It's being a fan and just talking only as a fan public relations <laughs> right public relations like you got to cover the good and the bad if you want to be objective unbiased and to me credible and if you're not going to do that then i'm probably not going to tune into whatever you have going on whether that's a beat reporter or a content creator because i i hate that type of stuff and that's a personal thing for me in terms of like that, that is a, a trigger for me, I would say it's something that I definitely care about a heck of a lot more than the average person. So we're going to get to the joint practice stuff. It's just getting underway now. So we've got a little time. They're just kind of doing individual stuff. Uh, but I just wanted to spend a minute on this because I haven't seen a lot of people talk about it. And it, we'll take your questions and comments on the practice and everything. But just in case you haven't heard the story, this all comes from the San Francisco Chronicle. Jed York faces multiple lawsuits arising from the activities of Chegg Incorporated. Uh, the litigation says that Chegg helped students cheat on online exams. Jed York was a member of the board of directors for Chegg Incorporated. And uh, the lawsuit claims basically that the revenue for this company soared during the pandemic and that Jed sold some stock and made about a million and a half dollars in profit, allegedly by selling 20,000 shares at artificially inflated prices. The Chronicle reached out to the 49ers. The Niners released a statement. I'm just going to read it here. It says, quote, the 49ers are proud of the work we accomplished with Chegg to provide scholarships for first-generation students. The Chronicle said the team did not address the questions about the lawsuits against Jed York, and the company has denied the allegations. So that is the story. If this is uh, proven true, Jed York could face punishment under the personal conduct policy. It could be a fine. Who knows? The team could lose draft picks. The, the league can do pretty much whatever it wants. But that is the story, and it is news, and some people aren't talking about it, so we wanted to inform you about it and let you know what's up. Yeah, and, I mean, I'm surprised Jed hasn't made a statement. You would think he would just make a statement. He doesn't need to do a press conference. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, there are civil lawsuits. There, there's been nothing from the SEC as of yet. I think, obviously, if the SEC comes – that's a massive, huge, bigger deal to where he probably has to step away. But it is something that needs to be mentioned. Like, this is something that could become a distraction. It's not there yet, but it could become a distraction if your owner is dealing with this throughout the season. Pro Football Talk reached out to Chegg Industries. They forwarded a statement. Uh, the recent securities-related uh, securities lawsuits against Chegg and in certain cases its board of directors, which again would include Jed York, are without merit, and Chegg is vigorously defending itself. Chegg takes academic integ integrity very seriously, blah, 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 blah. So 
there you go. Again, not a huge thing that we're going to spend a bunch of time on, but it did happen. It is a thing. And, you know, it's something that Jed York's going to be dealing with. And like you said, it's a distraction. So, yeah, that's what it is. The owner's dealing with issues. The players seem to be fine on the 49ers. Apparently, the owner's got problems. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we wrap up the week on Friday with myself and Mimosa Michelle, Michelle Majuk from NFL.com. And that'll take us sort of to the first thing that I want to talk about, Michelle, because that's the biggest thing that I'm looking forward to on Sunday is just seeing Trey Lance play football again. It will be 329 days since we last saw him play on a real football field. I'm desperate to see him again. See, I was super excited to watch him play until I saw CJ Stroud last night. What if he comes out and he looks like CJ Stroud where it's not even, I don't even, I'm not saying CJ Stroud's going to be bad or anything like that, but it was a brutal performance because you know, the, he was getting pressure so fast and he didn't really seem to know how to handle it. And like, what if we get that kind of performance where he's getting a ton of pressure and it's just kind of all over the place. And what if he throws a really bad interception? I just feel like all of our talk, this whole off season would just be like kind of deflated, but and there could be the opposite where he comes out and brings the team down and scores a touchdown. And that would be a, a fantastic thing to see. We will get into some particular things I want to see from Trey Lance, but I'll let you uh, talk about what you're excited about. I want to see everything because we haven't gotten to see any of it. Like I want to see how does he look in the pocket? Does he look more comfortable in the pocket? Are is he layering his throws, right? Is he just throwing lasers or is he throwing, you know, having a little um, arc on some of the throws? Do the mechanics hold up when the pressure comes? Like, I just want to see everything because it was, it's all hurry up and wait with Trey Lance. That's exactly what I wrote. I just finished before we uh, started this. I finished an article for the new website, goldstandardniners.com. Three things that I want to see. And that's what I wrote about Lance is that it's been hurry up and wait, basically. And I'm tired of it, man. Both sides of the argument are tired of it. The Trey Lance haters are tired of it. The Trey Lance supporters like me are tired of it because we just want to see it. And it doesn't matter that he's coming off an ankle injury. And it doesn't matter that he overhauled his mechanics and that George Kittle is not going to play. He has to crush it, period. And like today, I know he's thrown a couple of touchdowns so far in the joint practices. He does have an interception. Uh, so it's been kind of up and down, but like it can't be up and down. If he wants to make something of himself and his career with the Niners or with another team, he has to crush it. Do you think he gets a full half? I hope so. I really do. He should. There's no reason why he shouldn't, especially if if you're convinced that Brock is your starter. Why not play your backup quarterback or maybe your number three quarterback for an entire half in the first preseason game? 
So the biggest thing I want to see from him, A, I would love to see a whole half, right? There's no reason for Brandon Allen to play any snaps. There just really isn't. Mm -hmm. So if you could just play Trey Lance the first half and then Sam Darnold the second half, I have a feeling that's not how it's going to go. Uh, I can see Kyle Shanahan, you know, giving the first quarter to Lance, the second quarter to Darnold, and then playing Brandon Allen the entire second half. (laughs) That's just how I think it's going to happen. But what I really want to see from Trey Lance is like, So this was my biggest thing about him last year. And it's not even just when it comes to running, but when he's, there's nobody open, right? And there's nothing for him. I want to see him make that decision faster to take off. Don't just wait on it, wait on it. And then by the time you take off, there's no space anymore. Like the defenders are going to get you. Like you wait too long. I want to see him making quicker decisions, not only as a passer, but then also when there is nothing available, just take off and get those yards. And will he be scared to run after his injury last year? That could be a thing too mentally. So there is a lot to look for, not just as a passer, but how he uses his entire body and is just a football player in general. That is such a good point because that was something with Lance that you could tell when he played last year and even in 2021, he didn't make the decision quick enough to run. And you could tell he doesn't have crazy acceleration. So if he doesn't make that decision fast enough, he's not going to be able to get around the edge and he's not going to be able to gain yards. Uh, Last practice yesterday with the, with the Raiders, Lance was kind of showcased. He had 19 snaps compared to just nine for Sam Darnold today. Darnold was out first with the two. So we may see a flip of that today because Shanahan said ultimately he's going to try and make all the snaps even. So we may see Darnold get more love today. But so far, I'm hearing that Ayuk is killing all the Raiders players and that Lance is throwing a couple of touchdown passes. So he's got to look good in these joint practices and hopefully he's doing it. You know, uh, something super weird. Sam Darnold might be amazing in this game because Sam Darnold's week one preseason performances throughout his career are absurdly good. Absurdly <laughs> good. He, he only has 26 pass attempts, but in every single game he's played, he had like three touchdowns on 26 pass attempts, zero interceptions. His completion percentage was absurd and 130 passer rating throughout those three games. He, he gets it done in week one of preseason. So if he ends up coming out here and looking like a freaking beast, That's just what he does in preseason week one. That's going to do it for this edition of the show. Thanks for listening, everybody. Again, if you want to go back and listen, all our episodes live everywhere you get audio podcasts, and they're also on our Gold Standard Network YouTube channel as well. You can go and check them out. Hopefully, we're getting some converts or just catching you up on something you may have missed during the week. Enjoy the game on Sunday. I will be live after the game on the Gold Standard Network YouTube channel reacting to everything good and bad from Niners Raiders on Sunday afternoon. Enjoy your weekend and everybody.